when Nietzsche wept by Irvin Yama. One thing I feel clear about is that it's important not to let your life live you. Otherwise, you end up at 40, feeling you haven't really lived. What have I learned? Perhaps to live now, so that at 50, I won't look back upon my 40s with regret. We're very close to the Iranian New Year, and I cannot be more excited. Nowruz marks the beginning of spring, Trees will grow green, and the blossoms will cover your view. So it's safe to say that Nowruz marks the beginning of you. Turn away from the past and look forward to a better future. Have you ever experienced joy to the point that you clench your fist and pump the sky? At that point, you don't really care about what other people are seeing of you. You're simply in the zone. You're happy. My guest on the podcast has made me jump out of my seat, clench my fist, and pump the sky with excitement, even though I was only watching him play football on TV. One of the greatest Iranian footballers of my generation, and a phenomenal talent. So it's amazing to do this with you. I, I've been looking forward to this for a long time now. And um, one of the reasons is that I think uh, I didn't really know you a lot and maybe two years ago when I first saw you but then as soon as I started to understand who you are and like you know how you operate it was uh it's like I've found a friend in you that I never really thought that I had so it's it's amazing knowing you thank you very much Ali it goes uh, both ways uh when I uh, saw you in Satara Saz I guess we could uh, be friends and we get a lot of energy every time we host you and thank you very much and I'm happy I'm on your podcast. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm blushing. That's, that's amazing. Uh, I didn't know that uh, our interview was going to go in this direction. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for this opportunity right now that uh, I'm here sitting and talking to you. And um, so I, my first question is this. Uh, because I, I know that uh, like we don't really get talents like you in football. Like You're a generational talent. Like You're a talent that happens almost like, you know, I'd say every maybe 20 to 30 years, that uh, people around the world started to call you the new, um, like the Asian Zinedine Zidane, which was, uh, I'm pretty sure it's something that you uh, basically liked hearing from people. I'm pretty sure of that. But um, how did you choose football as a career? My father loved the sports. And when my brother and I were kids, uh, he tried to push us to do some sports like running, play football, sometimes wrestling. Fortunately, our house was close to Rahan Football Academy. At the time, Rahan was one of the best football academy in Tehran. Many good uh, coaches uh, were working there. For me, it was really difficult because uh, I was three years smaller than my brother. The ball was too heavy for me. Uh, but I heard the people said uh, he's a good player and he's talented. 
and then uh, when I signed a contract with under 16 team in Rahan it was a chance for me and for other team it was called to me and the next step was uh, signing contract with Estaglal uh, and I'm really happy that you chose Estaglal because um, I'm, an, I'm an Estaglal fan but uh, I don't take anything away from Paris Police because Paris Police is an amazing team too. But I'm saying that I'm just an excellent fan. Right? Okay, um, I want to tell you something. Um, when I was a kid, I used to imitate and I used to copy some of the uh, moves of like you know players like Thierry Henry and like you know David Beckham, like uh, the, the legends that I basically grew up with. And uh, I used to like you know feel like I'm them, right? So when I was was playing football. Did you have um, anything like that, like like that experience? Did you have anybody that you looked up to when uh, when you were growing up, basically? I remember uh, watching a famous Japanese cartoon footballist. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> that time, these cartoons gave us a lot of motivation to play football. I remember Friday afternoon after these cartoons. Uh, me and other neighbors go to a street and uh, we singing that song did it did it did did we start to play football it was not for one hour two hours we played football until one of our family came to call us to come back home it means it's dark and you have to come home and do some homework something like that and then when i become older when I watch the Iranian league yeah. and international games. I love Karim Bagheri, his style. The way he, he was playing was really great for me and also his behavior was uh, really amazing. He was a professional player. For international player, foreign player, I can say Raul Gonzalez was uh, my favorite player that time. Uh, you had the same uh, celebration, right? With yes your... and no. I always uh, kiss my wedding ring finger, the fourth finger on my left hand. But I never understood why uh, Raul Gonzalez kissed uh, his uh, right hand. Yeah, if, if I ever had him on a podcast, I'm going to ask him that question. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it uh, was the same meaning, you know. <laughs> and anyway... I have a very good memory for this celebration in Estegran and national team also. One thing that was really, really important for me, when I was a kid, um, when I was a teenager, you can say, um, I used to follow football, like Iranian football, a lot. Like right now, I don't really follow it that much. But um, it was really important for me. And of course, the most important game of the season, every season, were the two games that, like, you know, uh, Estegran and Paris Police played, you know, with each other. And... Um, of course, even if you're not from Tehran, you will watch that game because the game was the most important game of the season. So um, I remember going to the school and uh, we were all talking about the game. Today is going to be the game. What's going to happen and who's going to play? And we were like, you know, of course, like, you know, Jabari is going to make an assist. And like, you know, we were all talking like that. But then the game came on and uh, I remember a goal find very vividly. Like it's, it's so clear to me. Uh, because I remember when you scored the goal, I jumped from the couch and I was like, yes, I knew it. And like, you know, I started like, you know, thinking of the day after, uh, you know, that day that I would go to the uh, school and be like, I told you Jabari is going to score. Like, you know, so um, it was Mehdi um, Amirwadi, he made an amazing assist. Yeah. And then you scored a volley. And I think it was one of the greatest goals, I think, uh, in the history of <laughs> SLR Paris Police games. Can you walk us through that moment? How, how did that happen? Uh, if 
you remember I had a big fight with Justin Carroll one game before the derby. Club uh, fired me and I didn't have a chance uh, to do training with the team. So I started to do some individual training. Unfortunately, I tore my muscle in one training, I think two days before the game. I guess that uh, they would uh, forgive me. Oh, when you're uh, like, you know, training individually, yeah. you're not supposed to be like, you know, doing anything. That yeah, would exactly. And I couldn't say in this game, I cannot play. I'm injured because uh, derby was very important for both teams. Also, I caught flu. It was horrible for me. I didn't have any energy to play football, but I didn't say anything about those just two days before the game. But in my mind, I said I will start the game after the five, ten minutes. I will say I have some kind of injury and I cannot continue i will come out so, and... so before you continue i have a question so for the game you had the flu so you tore up your muscle and you were basically not supposed to play because they uh, like you know let you go before the before the game actually started so you were not supposed to like those are three very important reasons yeah, for you exactly. not to play the game but you played yeah and all i can say is that thank god that you played because <laughs> now it's in my memory that game during the warm-up also i told andrei Temurian, really i cannot run i don't have any energy but i don't know because of that atmosphere around this game and the fans when the game start i gained that energy but uh, other bad things was we reached to extra time for me it was really bad because i have to play 30 more minutes I don't know exactly what minute, but I called Metia Mirovadi to wait for me to come to take a ball from you and then I do something. But when I reached to him, it, I wasn't in a good situation in field. Just I passed the defense line, made, gave me an amazing pass and I scored the goal by volley. After the few minutes also, we got penalty. I scored again and it was an amazing day for me so you scored two goals in a game that you were not supposed to be playing if, if you were making some sort of a documentary <laughs> i think that should be in the documentary <laughs> yeah but now that we have talked about personalities um not a lot of people know that uh you were actually very close to joining uh, paris police at the time right before you chose to go to Istanbul. yeah when i was young and when i was playing for under 18 both team Estherlal and Piruzi teams try to have me, so that's why Majid Farvin, their head coach for under 18, invited me and my father to Ali Parvin house to give us the uh, motivation to come to Perspolis. Ali Parvin is one of the legends uh, in our football. That time I proud myself because. I was a reason to go to see Ali Parvin with my father because my father loves football and Ali Parvin also was one of his uh, favorite player. That meeting uh, makes a good memory for us, for me. I remember I got a check from Paris Police, but I preferred to sign contract with Estelal and I returned the check and I'm happy to have done that. Yeah, okay, thank, thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> I'm very happy to. Okay, fine, thank you so much. Um, being a chess player, uh, I know, like, I've seen some similarities between chess and football. And uh, for me, these two games are um, very interesting, fine. 
Football is very interesting to watch if you're a football fan. And uh, not a lot of people would know this, but chess is very interesting to watch if you're a chess fan. Um, like, you know, I would watch chess like every now and then. I would, and I would really, really, like, it's very interesting for me. What do you think about this? Do you think that chess and uh, football are similar? I play chess, uh, but I'm not uh, really professional on that. Especially when I played one time against you. I know <laughs> I know you were in the national team. Uh, you played really good and I don't want to try it again. <laughs> and it was very interesting for me when my friend gave me one book. The name was Chess and Football. In that book, the writer was comparing uh, these two games. In one page, put the one scene for football. I talked about the strategy they use in this in this game in that moment, and in other page was one position for uh, for chess game between two famous players. I think the writer tried to tell us how they are similar. And when I met Hassan Gaimagami for the first time, and he talked to me about the strategies and tactics in chess, I start to find how these two sports are similar, but. If you really want to get to your answer, I recommend to read that book, Football and Chess. It's perfect. Of course, if uh, for anybody who's listening to this and they don't know, Esan Al-Marwing is uh, one of the greatest chess players, uh, Iranian chess players of all time. And I've had the pleasure of uh, playing against them once. Yeah. And of course, I, he beat me. Of course, I wasn't. I, I was a kid back then. But I would love to play him again <laughs> to see to see what's gonna happen next. No, I'm kidding. Of course, he's he's, he's amazing. He's a legend, of course, in in chess. You have training now. Yeah, I still play chess. Yeah. I, I I don't I like it. I, I wouldn't say how with whom. Uh, the thing is, uh, after COVID and everything, everything became online. So uh, you play online. nowadays, I play online and. Uh, you can of course uh, play online if you wanted to try to see like you know where you stand. Yeah. My son Mohur is uh, six years old now. He has started to learn chess at the school. He really likes it, and he really likes it. And I think it's a very good method uh, for creativity of kids in his age. But I, I can attest to that. I can I can say that's definitely true. Mm. I started uh, learning chess when I was five. Yeah, and I can tell you that uh, it it changed my world. Like you know, it was it it's one of those things that I if I can do it again, I would do it. Like it's oh. it's it's a great thing. Yeah, we know all about you, and um, we know what kind of a player you were when you were playing football. But I want to ask you a question, which is more about the future. What's next for Musabuzabi? I want to become a football coach, uh, of course, because I spend a lot of time of my life for this sport and I gain a lot of experience and I want to share with uh, young players. My position also I think can help because I was play as a playmaker and it means I have a connection with all positions in football and in, in past two years also I learned a lot of uh, things about football from Jalal Sharaf who, who I believe is one of the best uh, masters for football. I hope I can use all of my experience. I know it's difficult, but I believe we have to do this to improve the level of our football because we have a lot of talents and very good players. Our football is not professional and we have to change our mind 
to be professional. Really, our behavior for our coach and our president of the clubs is really amateur. I hope one day I can do something special for our football. Well, thank you so much for the time. It's it's it has been a pleasure knowing you, and uh, I really hope that that continues. And uh, and yeah, it's been a pleasure to sit down and talk to you. Thank you, Ali, for having me, and thank you to whoever is listening. Uh, I tried uh, not to accept the interview, but uh, Ali insisted. Perfect. Yeah, we're gonna have a, a second episode with you, definitely. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and have an amazing time. Thank you, Ali. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode. A very happy new year to whoever is celebrating Nowruz from the Air Podcast and Ordi Bash Pastry. Enjoy your holidays. This was the A R R Podcast. A R Podcast.